The following production is part of the We Be Geeks Podcast Collective. Network. For more Red 5 Network podcasts, visit red5network.com. Produced with podcasting gear from Tascam. Trust your audio to Tascam. Sound thinking. This show brought to you by Jersey Ninja. New items added weekly, superior quality products, excellent selection, competitive pricing, 100% satisfaction guaranteed. That's Jersey Ninja at jerseyninja.com. Your source for great quality hockey jerseys and performance wear products. Forgive the interruption, but I believe this requires your attention. Meanwhile, at the above-ground underwater suborbital volcano lair... This is urgent. We need a response team. We're already putting together the best move. With all due respect, sir, so am I. I have a plan. <laughs> it's a fact. It's real! Mighty Marvel Geeks. That's what we call ourselves, sort of like a team. Team? No, no, no. We're a chemical mixture that makes chaos. We're, we're a time bomb. Well then, son, you've got a condition. Your show about all things Marvel with Mike, Kylan, and Eric. What a bunch of losers. I am group. That I did know. These people may be isolated, unbalanced even, but I believe with the right push, it can be exactly what you need. Suit up. I'm bringing the party to you. I have indeed been uploaded, gentlemen, online and ready. And welcome to another issue of Mighty Marvel Geeks. See what happens when you have surgery? Anesthesia <laughs> makes you remember things. <laughs> the very first issue of 2024. Yes, it is. Gentlemen, I hope you all had a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. And those of you listening along at home, or in the car, whatever. I hope y'all did as well. Uh, had a very Merry Christmas. Had a very quiet New Year because, well, I had surgery two days before. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, as that would be, you know. <laughs> hey, I, I'm doing good. Good I'm deal. Relaxing. I'm relaxing, having, having fun, I guess. <laughs> Are you sure that's not just the pain meds? Um, I stopped picking the good stuff Sunday. Oh. Believe it or not, I had surgery Friday. I was taking them for a good, I, I, I took them the rest of the day Friday. I took them most of the day Saturday. I think Sunday is either Sunday morning or later in the day Sunday is the last time I really took one, which is I really think I'd good. Be taking them, I'd be taking them as long as the prescription ran. Well, I, I still have them in case I'm hurting enough. I'm having problems sleeping mm-hmm. because they do take the pain away enough to allow me to sleep. Okay. But um, last year when I had the same foot procedure done, except I had a pin put in place last year, whereas this year I didn't, um, I was on the pain. I, I took the pain meds probably a good four or five days straight instead of two and a half. So I, I'm going to contribute the two and a half extra days to the pen. 
Um, but I was, I mean, last year I was told right after surgery, no weight on it at all. This time I was told I could put as long as I'm around the house and I don't go a long ways. I could put, I could put weight on the heel to maneuver around the house. So big difference a pen makes. (laughs) So the pen is mightier than the sword. Yeah. (laughs) Big time. But I, I am I am glad to uh, that I didn't get the pin this go round and everything is is going the way it's supposed to. Uh, I'm very happy for that. Good deal. So um, check out the homepage mightymarvelgeeks.net. While I'm out, yes, I will get a caught up. <laughs> it's behind almost a year, <laughs> um, but I will get it caught up. But our affiliates are caught up on the side, such as Biddy Boomers. Use code WeebyGeeks for 10, 15% off your purchase of awesome Bluetooth speakers. Use code SMUGGLER3 for some great patches and key rings and stickers from our friends over at Red Flag Workshop. Um, supporting them, uh, you are supporting a member. He is an uh, The owner is an active member of the military, so you're supporting someone in our military as well, which is a great cause. I, I am very happy to be partnered with him, and I have bought many things from him on my own. So al- along with the few things that I've gotten for free from him for promotion, <laughs> I have still shelled out quite a bit of money his way. Is Well, I support our troops. That's a, there you go. That's a way I can do it. Mm-hmm. Um, sponsors. And they're a sponsor. Um, Rebel Sabers. Use code Wookie for 10% off all your lightsaber needs at hangar58.com. Use code Wookie Radio for 10% off performance wear. Uh, as you heard in our pre show, use code wo- uh, Weeby Geeks at Jersey Ninja um, for hockey jerseys, performance sweatshirts. They got some great stuff there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I. <sighs> I will be changing that up shortly because he's going to be going through a name change here in the future. Uh, and I believe. Oh yeah. I believe he's going to be calling it syndicate, calling his business the syndicate, mm. which is kind of cool. Does that mean we go into syndication? Uh, he will be in syndication with his ads on us. Okay. Uh, uh, <laughs> and of course, check out. Manscaped. They too uh, use code Intrepid Trio for twenty percent off your your purchase from them. I hope I hope folks have been using them because uh, if you couple more weeks, you, you use that code, support us, supports them, and then they'll support us a little while longer. But you know, highlight of twenty twenty four is the fact that we did get some product to try. Mm-hmm. The lawn trimmer is great. I didn't realize it's waterproof. It's waterproof. It's waterproof. Well, now that puts a whole new spin on things. So uh, you can use it in the shower if you want. Yeah. And for those of you who, I mean, if y'all, if you were like me and you knew, you kind of knew about it, but you really wasn't, uh, I don't want to say you weren't all that interested but if you were kind of on the fence about whether or not you wanted to do it, 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 it's worth it, especially if you can get 20% off. Oh, yeah. Mm, yes. It, it, it's worth it. I'm glad they decided to sponsor us because I, I likely would not have tried it on my own. And 
I wish I had tried it sooner. Uh, yes, yes. There, there are other products in the aftershave realm. Mm-hmm. Trying to be family friendly here. Yeah. But there, there is a deodorant cream for the nether regions that I will definitely be buying more of in the future. Okay. Even if our code runs out, I will go find someone else who has a show <laughs> with a code so I can go get it because I've been using it and I have noticed a difference. Yeah. I, and you bring up a good point. There's more than just trimmers exactly. on their side. So there are there are plenty of things to use this discount code on. So I me mean, I I have the beard trimmer which is awesome. I have yes. never gotten a tighter, cleaner shave with previous beard trimmers than I have with Manscaped. We don't talk about a product like this or go I mean yeah, part of our agreement with Manscaped was 30 second spiel. <laughs> yeah. We go beyond 30 seconds because We go that, beyond that because we like it. If we didn't like it, we went. We would just do the spiel and go. Go buy it today. Boom. Here's your code. But we seriously like it. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. I. I don't. This is the non-epilady for men. It does not pull hair. No, it does not. And that was one of the things that I was pleasantly surprised at. I was thrilled mm-hmm. about. It does not pull hair, and I. No. No. That right there is a plus for me. Not that it I does not pull hair down there or anywhere. Exactly, and not to say that you know that could be a a negative, but it kind of is. If there's a product, I mean, regular razor blades. I get one that every time I use it, I feel it pulling hair, even on the slightest stubble, or I constantly get cut every time. Mm-hmm. I don't use those blades ever again. Mm-hmm. No. I won't even consider buying them. Yeah. This, but when when, yeah. when my lawn trimmer or the lawnmower dies on me, when the beard trimmer dies on me, I will be buying. I will be going to Manscaped and buying replacements. I believe that yeah. much in the product. Yeah. So, you know, if after if you got some uh, money for the holidays, you know, Christmas present, whatever. I Bo- yeah, bonus, this is a good, Christmas bonus this is from a, work. Yeah. Christmas bonus from work. Yeah. Yeah. Little, little money left over from doing the holiday shopping. This is a great place to, uh, to put that to good work. So treat, treat go yourself. to the website. Yeah. Treat yourself. Treat, treat yourself. yourself. I mean, go to the website, use the code. I mean, and I got, I don't know about you guys, but I got the nose hair trimmer. Yes, and I don't know if anybody's yes. ever used a nose hair trimmer. Like some of them talking about yanking hairs, that's pretty much what they do. <laughs> I not this. I, I have never used a nose hair trimmer before. Mm-hmm. I used this one, and I was exp- mm-hmm. I'm like, I, I expected to feel some. No, mm-hmm. I went right up, turned it on. Like, there you go. Did it do anything? <laughs> went other side, turned it on. Went, looked at my daughter. She goes, "You don't have the long, scraggly hairs coming out of your nose anymore." Wouldn't expect any other comment from Agent Zed, but you know. But that's the comment. Zed shoots from the hip. Zed shoots from the hip, and she she aims for the aims for the head. Yes, yes. And um, yeah, it was. Uh, I didn't feel a thing. Okay. It it was right on target. Okay. So I uh, very very pleased, very happy, and believe me, if it pulled a single nose hair, I would not have been using it ever again. Yeah, 
I had one. I remember the first time I bought one, and that that's what he did. He yanked hairs, and I thought that's what it was supposed to do. All I know is that, like, I first used that thing, and my eyes was watering. I'm like, oh, my God, why? And I just thought that that's how it was supposed to be. Uh, no, no, it's not how it's supposed to be. Um, so, yeah, you got, if you treat, treat yourself, that's how I, I'm just going to join in with the yeah. mantra, treat yourself. Seriously. Let's just let's just leave it at that. Treat yourself. Take it from the website. Take it from some. Use the code. Take it from someone who's been enough of an idiot. <laughs> the word I want to use that begins with dumb. Um, who has taken a fuzz buster and just wanted to toy around? See, now I go across my arm hairs with a fuzz buster that you use on your shirt. Mm-hmm. You can, but it hurt. It, it, it does hurt. <laughs> just saying. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> yeah, I made that sacrifice for you guys. <laughs> Thank you for taking one for the team. Oh, I, I took a big one for the team. So, um, let's get into the stories. Yeah, please. Well, uh, exactly when? I'm going to say this month for sure. I didn't get an exact date. I forgot to do that before show. Stand by Thursday. Can you help out with this? Sending to your screens now. Uh, we had just missed his birthday, but our token. No, person was born December twenty eighth, nineteen twenty two. Would have turned a hundred and one years old this past December twenty eighth. The man himself, Stanley. Mm-hmm. I am Stanley Lieberman. If I remember his original name right. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, he will have turned 101. Uh, let's, let's go back and look at, in celebration of his 100th, 101th birthday, some great cameos, not in the MCU or in Marvel movies, but in the comics that he had. Did you know he had cameos in the comics? Does not surprise me. I think I That's remember you. There, there, there are more than a handful, but these are a handful that um, Marvel puts out there. Stan Lee meets... Spider-Man from 2006, number one. It was a series called Stan Lee Meets. Uh, Hylon, you want to check CFFS? This is on Marvel Unlimited. You know what? I will be more than happy to because I spent part of my holiday on Marvel Unlimited. So, yeah, Oh, I did too. That is a good place to spend it. Um, uh, yeah. In this... In this series of special standalones, the legend shares heart-to-hearts and insight with some of the greatest co-creations, including Spider-Man, Doctor Strange, The Thing, Doctor Doom, yep. and the Silver Surfer. Yes, they have it. They they have, they do have, so I see Stan Lee meets The Thing, Stan Lee meets Doctor Doom, Stan Lee, Stan Lee meets Spider-Man, Stan Lee meets the Silver Surfer, Stan Lee meets Doctor Strange. Uh, Thor Tales of Asgard by Stan Lee and Jack Kirby. There actually is a Stan Lee reading guide. <laughs> That's um, awesome. So yeah, okay. there, there's a Stan get reading guide in there. So, so there, there's five issues of Stan Lee meets, which you can find on Marvel Unlimited. Yeah. I remember mm-hmm. one. I remember one where basically Doom calls Stan Lee into his presence. And basically takes him to task for the way he's been portrayed. He said, apparently some people think I'm bad. Well, 
Here, here comes another fun one from the Fantastic Four annual number three from the 1963 run of Fantastic Four, a Fantastic Four wedding. And apparently someone comes in, speaks with Fury and says, Colonel, there are two party crashers outside giving the bar boys a hard time. They say their names are, and Fury quickly stops. I don't care who they are, Gabe. No one comes in without an invite. That's an order. And the two people were walking away in this final thing that says, how about that? Imagine them keeping us out, Stan. Well, we'll show them, Jack. We'll get back to the bullpen and start writing the next dish. <laughs> so just like in the movie where they wouldn't let Stanley in, in the comics, they wouldn't let Stan and Jack into the wedding of the Fantastic Four. You know, <laughs> so wow. I, I'm glad wow. I'm, I never realized because I wasn't a big Fantastic Four reader, but I never realized mm-hmm. that scene, which I think in this annual would have been written by Kirby and, and Lee or done by Kirby and Lee. So for them to make fun of themselves in this, for them to put that nod in Fantastic Four number two or in the Fantastic Four two film, mm-hmm. I think is is awesome. Of how how, <laughs> so, do you, how do you pay tribute to such an iconic event and to immortalize on screen what they immortalized on paper? Okay, so uh, yeah. would this count as an early example of breaking the fourth wall? I think so. I think so. Because, I mean, you want to talk about Deadpool and She-Hulk breaking that fourth wall, and they do. Mm-hmm. And they do it to great effect. But, I mean, this this illustrates that that's gone back way, way longer than those two. Yeah. Well. Okay, here's a question though. Where when does the Watcher first show up? Because doesn't the Watcher kind of do that? Uh, hold on. Watcher. Hang on, because I was just thinking about that. Like technically, because the Watcher sort of like. Let me see. Uh, the Watcher Uatu is created in fantastic first appearance, Fantastic Four number thirteen in April of sixty three. Yeah. That's I'm just I'm wondering if that would be considered. I mean, let me. So Fantastic Four number 13. Let me just dip into it real quick. Um, Uh, His publication history. He first appeared without a name. Fantastic Four number 13. And then periodically appeared in that title. Then he started in Tales of the Watcher, a backup feature that ran in Tales of Suspense number 49 through 58 was 64 through 65 then silver okay. surfer one through seven 68 through 69 and marvel superheroes number 23 november of 69 his origin was revealed in tales of suspense number 53 in may of 64 and his name was revealed in captain marvel number 39 in july of 1975 mm. so yeah that surpasses she hulk and daredevil or uh Deadpool. yeah all right, so looks like in the first appearance, like the Watcher is actually talking to the thing. Um, but you know what? But no, he does. Um, he does end up speaking. He does break break the fourth wall. Okay, so the Watcher would like be he's to the reader. Yeah. So the Watcher would be the first one to do that. Mm-hmm. But I think this cameo of Jack and Jack and Stan may be the first where people from out from reality. Yes. That are not of a at that time, part of historic significance right. are brought into the comic universe. Obviously, right. the presidents and everything else. Yeah, yeah. Political figures, 
sports figures because, well, it, that would almost be like somebody finally adding Mighty Marvel Geeks into a Marvel's comic. <laughs> one of these days. It's going to happen one of these days. It's going to make it. It's got to happen. And I will be buying stacks of those comics. Oh, you and me both. That way I have a couple from myself and then some that when we go to events, we have to autograph and give away or have available for autographs. It has, it has been many a year since I've autographed a comic book. It's been, it's been, a, be a, it's little been a little rusty. It's been a long while since I've given an autograph. Believe it or not, I have given a couple autographs at Disney because there was a kid who was actually collecting autographs, the various entertainment technicians that he ran into at Walt Disney World. You know what? That's a great, that's a great idea. That was so awesome. That was, that was so awesome. So, and actually that, that particular kid was the first autograph I ever gave at Disney. When our local Lego store closed. I managed to talk one of the employees into giving me one of their yellow aprons. Oh. And, so, and so I passed I, I passed it around to all the employees and had them autograph it. Oh, oh cool. So what I'm going to do when my craft room slash Lego room is done and up and running, I'm shadow boxing that and hanging it up on the wall. Yeah. Sweet. Sweet. It, it, as soon as we figure out, Melissa wants to move my location that I'm at here. Mm-hmm. Um, we got to get the garage cleaned out and we're going to move me out there. But I want to put up um, a couple walls mm-hmm. just to kind of help deaden, deaden the sound a little yeah. bit out there. Yeah. Well, yeah. Um, yeah. One of the walls will have all my Star Cruiser stuff that I'm going to have displayed, you know, done right. And, and yeah. a lot of my other collection, collectible stuff. So, yeah, that, that's going to be my definitely a little bit of a man cave for me. <laughs> well, so, and the, if I sound a little bit different than I normally do, it's because I'm I'm having to be on my phone tonight because my studio, uh, my setup is in a uh, in a state of accelerated disarray so yeah hopefully i'll be back up and running by next week but yeah (laughs) so um continuing on with these cameos yes uh Mm. and believe it or not tonight this is issue 439 of mighty marvel gates you believe that 439 no i don't believe it so um merry christmas x-men uh again from 1963 while checking in on Cyclops and Jean Grey during a romantic holiday outing, why none other than Stan Lee himself and X-Men co-creator Jack Kirby are, are there. Times sure have changed. Um, of course, the, they show two panels, and and first two panels, or the first panel is uh, Jean and, and Scott doing their thing, and uh, next panel is just Jack and, and Stan going, hey, Stan, you know who they were i'll tell you they never used to do that when we had the book ah jack you know these young kids they got no respect (laughs) so um then uh stan blast from the past again from the uncanny x-men uh 1963 number negative one um in 1997 was the year of the flashback narrated through the lens of the of stan the 90s negative one issues retracted the origins of Marvel superstars like Daredevil, Silver Surfer, Deadpool, Cable, and the X-Men, switching up looks as quickly as an Avengers team. Stan showed off his mastery of disguise. This one I need to find. Okay. And I, and uh, Kylan, 
switch this to my MU pick for this week instead of what I had. Oh boy, which one is that again? This one, uh, this one's going to be Fantastic Four number 176 from 1961. Why? Because it's Stan versus the Impossible Man. Now I got to find this issue okay. just for this. There was a what the issue that it basically had the Impossible Man showing up in Stan's office. And he, he basically, you know, basically pushes a silent alarm button that summons the Avengers and the Fantastic Four. <laughs> and it also it also calls uh, it, it, it also contacts the West Coast Avengers. Oh, but but that call goes unheeded because the whole time Wonder Man is on the phone chatting with his Hollywood friends, going like, "Yeah, Mel Gibson, he's a wimp. Give me his three mil, and I'll show you a lethal weapon." <laughs> well, now there's a. No- after a scripting issue leaves staff creators Roy Thomas and George Perez scrambling for their next Fantastic Four story, the Marvel Comics office is pressed under a deadline. Thankfully, the Impossible Man arrives on time, and he's got quite the pitch. <laughs> so this has got George in it, too? Really? Apparently so. There you go, man. Uh, definitely going to have to get this. <laughs> But George, George was George was one of the major draw uh, artists for for MP. Mm-hmm. Yep. So right. And for the longest time, I thought MP was a DC character. <laughs> I never realized he was Marvel. <laughs> he is kind of uncharacteristic. Yeah. For a Marvel character. Yeah. You know, I don't think there's ever been a Marvel Legends figure of MP. I don't recall one either. If they do, Hasbro, if you're listening, I will buy one. <laughs> yeah, have somebody make some. Yeah. Um, fearless leader in Daredevil, number seventy nine from nineteen of the nineteen sixty four run. Out for a night on the town with his beloved wife Joan. Stan the man takes takes in some theater that can't keep his mind off the next Spider Man ish. A Daredevil Mamble tussle breaks that chain of thought. So even Joan makes an appearance. Aww. Uh, Stan Lee, a.k.a. Mr. Fantastic. What if 1977, number 11? What if the original Marvel bullpen became the Fantastic Four? Stan Lee is Mr. Fantastic. Fabulous Flo Steinberg. Isn't she the one behind uh, the ice cream that they did the whole, when she passed away, they did the whole ice cream shop yes. tribute with? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, she becomes the Invisible Woman. Jack Kirby is the thing and Soul. Brodsky is the human torch. What a wondrous what if inside jokes of plenty. Jack Kirby is the thing. I say make make this a group Marvel Unlimited what if or Marvel Unlimited yes. honorable yes. mention. Yes. Yes. That is what if uh, number eleven from nineteen seventy from the nineteen seventy seven run. Okay, hang on to honorable mention. So we're gonna have four MU picks for you guys this this week. What a way to start off the but, year. There you go. You said, uh, what was again? What if number 11 from 77? Okay, got and it. Of course, mine got was it. the Fantastic Four 176. Got it. Cool. So, um, so we're gonna chat about this now, real quick on air get to hear a little, 
little pre-production or a little production meeting live. What if came out over our our little break? Two of us watched mm-hmm. it. One have not, and mm-hmm. knows that homework assignment's coming. Well, between before our next recording, Echo drops as well. All five yep. episodes. So here's the question, mm-hmm. gentlemen. Next week, are we going to just do what if, or are we going to try and do what if and echo, or should we do what if, and then the following week do echo? I say we do what if and then echo. Cool. So next week, we will cover what if, and a week after that, we will cover echo. Yes. That way, we really have time to sit down and really dive deep into echo, because I think echo is going to be one of those where we're probably going to want to watch twice to really, because I think there's going to be a lot there. Because that looks like it's going to be a show that's just going to come. It's, it's going to be like a 110 dash. Mm-hmm. It's going to be fast right from the start. I, I, yeah, I, I, go ahead. No, go ahead. I'm just. I, <laughs> go ahead, guys. Come on. Someone make up their mind. <laughs> I, okay. Those gophers on Looney Tunes going, thank you. I have a bad feeling no, about no, this. <laughs> so here's the thing for me, and I hope I'm not sorely disappointed. I don't want to be disappointed. I'm feeling like that this is going to be Netflix daredevil energy. That's what I'm feeling. That's what I'm hoping for. I mean, the fact that they that that they're reminding people to engage their uh, their parental um, um, filters for this. uh, That's that's what I'm hoping. That's what I'm feeling for this. I, I, I feel like this is the kind of content that is needed. Um, one of the things, especially at the beginning of the MCU, and then when I say that, I'm talking about the TV and the movie universe. One of the things I felt like was the strength was the different experiences that you got. That Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., Love, Hate, or whatever, was different from Luke Cage. And Luke Cage was different from Jessica Jones, and that was completely different from the movies. And the movies them, them, themselves are completely different from what you got from Daredevil. I like that. I felt like that type of variety is needed, and we've we've gone through a run of, See. I would say, after, after Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I felt like that there's just been, like, there's almost like a line, and that line veers a little bit to the left, a little bit to the right, but the experience feels sorely the same, mm-hmm. regardless of what the show is, for the most part. And I'm not well, saying that good, bad, well, or different. I'm saying it just is. So that, yeah. that I'm hoping for that Daredevil experience this time. Yeah, if if you remember, a friend of the show, John Tyler Christopher, uh, one time he was on here, he made the comment that it feels like every MCU movie is the same. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're, they're all, they've all become alike. And there's, there's a measure of truth there. Right. Um, but I mean, you still have offerings like Moon Knight, which is, mm-hmm. it, it, it's definitely not, it, it's not Avengers. It's not Thor Ragnarok. Um, what else? You know, Werewolf by Night. That was something oh. totally different. I, I yes. will I yes. will even, in my honest opinion, or as you would say on the internet, I am H.O. Falcon and Winter Soldier was not like any of the movies. No, it wasn't. It, no, it was not. It felt a little bit more like uh, the Captain America Winter Soldier movie. Yeah. It, it felt did. like it, it was a political drama 
in many respects. Yeah, and it, and it, was, and it, it, it should have been a political drama like it was. I mean, that, that, but and that's that's what it. I felt like that. That's what it was supposed to be. Like, oh, this is a this is a Captain America movie. Okay, so I'm going to be experienced. That this is what we're going to be dealing with. Oh, this is a uh, this is a uh, Iron Man. Okay, so this is going to be more techno thriller, um, high tech type stuff. Okay, got it. Cool. Uh, technically, if you have, if it's Thor, I'm thinking probably more fantasy, you know, yeah. somewhat. Okay, but and 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 that's what I felt like that. I I, I enjoyed that. I did, but you know, um, uh, as far as you know, once we got the Black Panther, as much as I love Black Panther, Black Panther was also another one of those that it meshed genres and but it meshed it, made it and it worked. You know, uh, but they haven't even even this last Black Panther movie. It it doesn't. I, I don't know exactly what genre you you would actually give it outside of superhero. You know, um, and I'm not, not I'm not complaining. I'm not, but yeah, it, it was definitely. It, it, I I want to say this Black Panther. While yes, superhero, it was definitely a um, in remembrance or memorial. To, mm-hmm. to Chadwick Bosman mm-hmm. and to T'Challa, mm-hmm. because I mean, right. any other time T'Challa could have been recast, right? But yeah. I think this is one of those scenarios. Um, even with, say, Robert Downey Jr. was killed in a car crash, mm-hmm. did not happen, folks. Did not happen. This is a hypothetical. It's a what if? What if? It's a, <laughs> a what if? I don't think Marvel would have recast Tony during this whole thing. No. No, no, no. So I think we would have seen Rhodey step up more into the Iron Man role. Yes, yes. And we would have seen Rhodey as more of the West Coast Avenger Iron Man, mm-hmm. but on the East Coast. Yeah. Yes. And, yeah. and I think we would have seen the, the red and gold go to red and silver. I would say that, yeah. Because yeah. Yeah. Rhodey was the red and silver mm-hmm. when he was on the West Coast. So, I mean... Um, I, I think the film was well done and was great to, it was a great way to expedite making Sherry the new Black Panther. Right. Especially since it had happened in the comics and it looked like it was eventually heading that way anyway, especially if, you know, what if Chadwick was only going to do two Black Panther movies Yeah, or whatnot? I don't think his contract was as long as the others. And I think that's because he knew his health and hadn't shared it until it was until it was absolutely time to share. Right. Which is fine. That's one of those times he was going through something personally that the world did not need to know about until right before the end. Right. That way the world can't dwell on it and mob him about it after you know, after the announcements made. Well, it's all about quality of life. Yes. It's all I about mean, it- privacy too. Let the That's man live outside of, of his yeah mm-hmm. screen screen world and, right. and see that's something that the three of us really don't uh, don't have a perspective on when you become a huge celebrity you you lose that privacy you do yeah, yeah. And I, 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 I mean ahead. we we, we do to some extent because 
I mean, think about it, Eric. When you and I were at Celebration 2017, you know, and, and we were walking around with, even though we were highlighting who we were with, because, well, that was the event for us to do it. To right. have the people who came up to us said, you know, we really like the show. And that's before we even did our our yeah, live broadcast. Our live stream, yeah. Right. And then to get what we had at the live stream, yes. someone who had listened from day one who was there. So, yeah, I mean, absolutely. I mean, yeah, I mean, we get it a little bit, but not, dear Lord, not to that extent. Right. And no, no. And that's, that's what I'm talking about. You know, we, we can blend into the crowd, we can walk around and not have people mobbing us for selfies and autographs. But that's not an option for so many of these people, uh, and not just the ones in the MCU. Um, you know, Leonard Nimoy he he was afraid he was worried about being typecast because everybody knew him as Spock, and that was it. Right. But he was a great and spy. He was a great Spock, but I mean, a spy mission well, impossible. Well, that's yeah, mission true. impossible. Yeah, it was, it awesome. was a Paris the Great. Yeah. George Reeves, Adam West. Yeah. You did not see Adam West in a whole lot of non-Batman roles. No, you did not. No. And so, you know, you you get you get that. And anything that you can do to give yourself a little bit of privacy, I mean, you're gonna do. And and I totally do not begrudge uh, Chadwick Boseman for keeping that private. Right. First and foremost, it's none of our business. Right. No, 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 no. But, I mean, we have the luxury of privacy, yes. is what I'm trying to say. Now, have I, been, right. have I been more open about, for instance, I just had surgery last week. Well, yes, I have no problem sharing that. Do I well, share what you're comfortable with? But, I mean, there are other things that we've talked about before show that I've never mentioned on show. Mm-hmm. Now, yeah. do I get at times when I see other Disney influencers who walk around the park and people are coming up, oh, my God, oh, my God. And I see them with their interactions online and I'm like, I kind of wish I had that. Yeah. But I also know, too, if I had that on days I'm working, that's going to interfere mm-hmm. with my job. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. But right. if I'm out with family or I'm going on a day off into the parks or just Disney Springs and I'm spotted. If you spot me, yes, please stop me. I would love to chat. You want to take a picture? Cool. I'm up for that because if I wasn't, I wouldn't be doing the show. Yeah. But stalking, once we ever get stalkers or groupies like like the Disney shows get. Yeah. <laughs> thanks, but no thanks. I was about to say we, we have stalkers. When did we get stalkers? Have you met it's- my kids? Have you met your kid? Stalkers. Kylan's animals? Stalkers. <laughs> Kylan? Stalker. I mean, oh, sorry, Kylan. <laughs> does, it, does it count if I stalk myself? But I don't know. Yeah, it does. It, it does count. I mean, my, my dog, my dog, Rody is definitely, definitely my stalker, if that's possible to, to you know. Oh, my. I'm just saying. My three dogs are stalkers. I have been pleasantly surprised. Uh, I went into my boot 
fairly quick after my surgery. I came home. They they put the you know, that normal. Here's the shoe boot that we're going to yeah. put over your your ace wrap after you've had your surgery, so you can get home mm-hmm. and it's protected. And I stayed in that Friday, Saturday morning. Um, as Zoe found my my boot from last year. Saturday morning, got up and I swapped right into my normal boot, which one of the best things I ever did because the next morning my youngest mm-hmm. dog tried to boop my boot hit the sole and realized that's a hard surface and stop booping <laughs> my boot <laughs> so yeah she went once that was it um so yeah how about well so we're talking about echo uh my only i'm trying not to get hopes up too much because it it seems it seems like every time i get excited for a for a series with very rare exception, I, I get my hopes up too high and I get disappointed. Yeah. I'm trying not to get my hopes up for Echo because I want to be able to come back and say, I really enjoyed this. Yes. Having said that, there is one thing or one person I really want to see in this Red Wolf. Yeah, yeah. I want Ooh. to see the MCU's Red Wolf in this. Yes. Well, I will. I think this, you're never going to have a better opportunity. Right. For, for me, uh, I got really excited for Moon Knight, and I think that's the one time that I was not let down. Well, that's what I'm saying. With rare exception, like rare the exception. first season of What If, I loved. Um, Hawkeye, I loved. Yes. I didn't have high expectations for Hawkeye. I, I took it for, I went into it going, okay, it's, it's going to be a Hawkeye series and it's going to take place after, we're, we're going to pick up after the, the events of Endgame. Yeah. It's a solo Avenger series. Yeah. Yes. So, yeah. Uh, and Moon Knight was another example. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Secret Invasion, how many times must we say how big a disappointment secret invasion was and that's coming from from guys who did not have high expectations for that show to begin with right (laughs) and we were still let down hard um wandavision i think is one show that i was having higher expectations and i felt disappointed let's see i didn't really come in with high expectations on that one i I didn't have honestly I i didn't have any expectations uh because it was the first Disney Plus show, so I really didn't know what to expect. Um, that, that's why I think I had higher I expectations, is I thought they were going to oh, really? really blow this out of the water, being the first one. I, you know, I I was good with it, um, but I, but like by the time I got to uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier, because to me, Falcon and Winter Soldier blew it out the water. Yeah, it, it exceeded yeah. my expectations. Falcon um, and Winter Soldier. And I, and I felt like I went Soldier. in with pretty high expectations for that one too. Falcon and Winter Soldier. I was curious Falcon to see how they were going to do because were they going to give it to? Were they going to actually give it to Bucky and ha- and go his cap from the comics like we had in mm-hmm. the in the books, or are we going to go ahead and go full tilt into Sam? Right. Even though Sam's trying to pawn it off on Bucky, we go full right. tilt. Sam, I liked how we got that and they did it to correspond more with comics and follow through the current timeline in the comics. And it was great. Right. My only problem. And we got, and we got, go ahead. 
Oh, go ahead. And, so, and we got a bit of truth from that, too. I mean, yeah. you know, we got Bradley. Yep. And we get know. a little tease at, at Patriot. Yes. Yes. But and as, and as oh. much as he has been maligned as a character, and, and unfortunately the actor caught some of that as well, that which is unfortunate because, mm-hmm. you know, he – you have to separate between the actor and the character. Right. Yeah, you know, John Walker. You see, I I liked so John Walker is one of those characters that when you first meet him, you're not supposed to like him. No, you're he not. Then on you. He eventually he grows on you. That by by the time we got to the end of the series, I, I was good with him. I, I was good. I, I'm right there with you. I he was meant to be unlikable at first because the hero that we were supposed to cheer for was Sam all along and rightly so. But he, um, yeah, he really did grow on me and I'm glad that we got the U S agent out of it. Yes. And, and, you know, I think I'm excited to see, you know, cause wasn't that our first, Hint, I guess you want to call it a hint of uh, the Thunderbolt. Well, it depends if whether or not you want to to uh, to have Val's little meet up with uh, Yelena. If you want to put that before uh, her meet up with John Walker. Hmm. But yeah, I, I don't know what what we could actually say was quite the first hint of the Thunderbolts. But that was among them. Yeah. See, that's, I was thinking about that. I'm like, well, does that really count? I, I, I think it does. That. I don't know if you can really count that. But there's at least you got a hint that there was something coming anyway. Right. right. Yeah. Any time that you see Val show up, it, I mean, it was it was almost like a bookend. Well, not really a bookend, but it was a callback. To whenever you would mm-hmm. see Fury show up, yes, or yes. Coulson show up, yeah. But it, but because by this time, when when Val shows up, you can't help but think you know what's going on, right? And and it's probably something that's no good, <laughs> you know. But <laughs> well, I do, I do hate that we didn't get to see more of Val earlier. Right, because I mean, she was she she and Fury go way back in the comics. Right, right, and it would be nice to have seen her phase one, phase two, even just briefly. Right. Well, apparently, somewhere, I, and because this was mentioned, was it mentioned? And was it was it in Black Panther where you find out that uh, Agent Ross is her ex? Yeah. 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 So, you know, I'm like, you know what? You don't just you don't you don't just casually. Well, you know, she's my ex. You don't just casually throw that, you know, well, apparently or you, you do, do yeah. like, or, or, you, or you do like Nick did make jokes about her, about his ex to everyone. And then turns out it's Bobby. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There's that. Wait a minute. Am I saying Nick or am I saying Lance? I think you said both. I can't remember which is the actor name, which is the character name. 
which is sad because I know I need to go back and and re re rewatch some of that stuff. That Lance was it? Nick Blood was that the actor? I think that's the actor. Yes. Oh, it's Lance. Yeah. Yeah. See, there are a couple of characters that need to come back. Oh my good dude! They really need to bring those. Oh gosh. You know what? They can be they can be minor supporting characters in Thunderbolts. Or yeah. or you bring them back for the Avengers Secret Wars or Kang Dynasty, the, the movie formerly known as the Kang Dynasty yeah. or whatever. But, yes, those two have been out of circulation for far too long. Oh, yeah. And while, you bring, yes. and while you're at it, just bring all the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. back. Bring me Mac. Bring me Yo-Yo. Bring me Quake. Yes, yes. You Give me, give me um, Fitzsimmons. <laughs> oh, we need the cavalry. Bring in the, the monkey cavalry. cavalry. Give me May, Agent May. Just don't call her that. <laughs> well, here's what we do now. Marvel's Echo will tease a unique history for MCU's Maya Lopez. This okay. is going to end up being our last story for the night <laughs> with the way we've gone on this show. We this will episode. change it hard. I don't think it's tangent. I think it's it's been great conversation. Yeah. So it, it, it's flowed brilliantly. Um, it, it's tangents, Mike. Let's right. just let's let's call it what it is. We we tangent, we tangent hard here on this show. But there are tangents that could be trimmed with the lawn trimmer or the lawnmower and the beard trimmer from Manscaped. Use code Intrepid Trio for twenty percent off. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh no! You trim didn't. those tangents. Trim those tangents. I will take oh. shameless plugs for 200, Alex. Oh, my goodness. That's the other thing we do on this show. Um, this, the story is really about Maya coming home to her family and to her culture, Palmer explained. Uh, this was more than just a story about a villain becoming a little more than a villain, a little anti-hero. It was actually Maya Lopez going home to her culture in a way that she kind of turned her back on for years. The second she enters Tomaha, she starts feeling overwhelmed with this feeling of culture and responsibility of her past and her ancestors in a way that she doesn't even understand. For us, it was this way of saying, look how long this culture has stood. There's been other women in your lineage like you, Maya, that you don't have that you don't even know about because you left when you were a kid. It's all just kind of it's kind of all just beating into the second beating into her the second she gets home. So in other words, it's kind of like Mara Jade leaving um, the planet of the East Salamiri. Yeah. And the force being with her again. Yep. Mm. So I think we you may get your wish. We may get Red Hawk. Red Wolf. A Red Wolf. I hope. I that would be awesome if we did. Um I I hate that Red Wolf did not like that the, his most recent series just did not catch, and I hate that. Yeah, because he's such a great character. And, you know, Native Americans don't have I, – I hate, I hate that I'm about to use the word representation, but there aren't enough out there. And uh, you're right. It's not – and you you will occasionally get some like Forge from the X Men. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to me he that is a very very underrated underutilized character as well. I mean he was for a while, but you know it, it's a unique 
it's a unique combination there because he knows Cheyenne magic. He knows technology. He is able to blend the two together. Mm-hmm. Right. So, I mean, you you have you have Forge. You've got Red Wolf. You've got Echo. There aren't that many more. No. Um, and and uh, but there uh, are so uh, many pop. Hmm? Oh, Warpath and um, Thunderbird. Yeah. Yeah. Forgot about those two. But still, that that's not a lot. I mean, no, it's I mean, not a lot. Look, Looking at the looking at the whole of the MCU, that that's not a lot, right? I mean, or or not just yeah the the Marvel, not just the MCU, just the Marvel universe. Period. Yeah, yeah. and I think there there is potential to bring some of these really good Native American characters into the MCU. Yep. Mm-hmm. And explore that, and I think the one you need to start with is Red Wolf. Well. I'm looking at IMDb, yes. and I'm so pleased to see this person's name, Graham Green. Graham Green's going to be in this? Yes. No, no character name, no character assigned to him yet. But Graham Green's in this. I'll be honest with you. I'm just glad to hear he's still around. He uh, is a, a, not a young man anymore. No, no. no. A I, friend of mine gave me a bunch of books, and Graham Green. Uh, uh, actually uh, gave the writer an endorsement, and that was like that was enough for me. I'm like Graham Greene says this guy's good. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> uh, there you go. His first on-screen appearance was in a film called A Shaolin in 1976. See, I even liked him in the Green Mile. Oh, he was brilliant in the Green Mile. He was he was great in there. Uh, I'm going back to his beginning again but yeah he was in a kung fu movie in 76 i need to go find this now um what is uh, a shaolin bay b-e-i shao s-h-a-o lin l-i-n okay a shaolin hold on he, i'm not even familiar with that one he was in one episode he was in one episode of captain power and the soldiers of fortune god i vaguely remember that show um he was in dances with wolves yeah I'm I'm trying that may have been the first time I remember seeing him. Um he was in LA Law for an episode. Uh he was in the TV miniseries The Wild West. Northern Exposure is where I really remember him. He was in five episodes yes, of that. That's that's where I I think that's where I first came across him. Now I want to say the first so, film I remember seeing him in was Die Hard with Vengeance. This looks like Bay Shaolin may be showing on Plex, which is one of those free streaming services. Oh, so baby. Looks- <laughs> so, yeah. We, oh, we know what Kylan's going to be watching this weekend. Uh, I'll be watching it, too. <laughs> I'm, I'm, a, I'm a sucker for a kung fu movie. I can't help it. Hey, I, I'm, ho- I'm home for a little bit. I got something I can watch now. <laughs> yeah, when you're not updating the website. When I'm not I can watch it while I am updating the website. Multitasking. And that that website is MightyMarvelGeeks.net. And hey, if you want to email us, email us at MightyMarvelGeeks at (laughs) gmail.com. So, oh, he was in an episode of Into the West. That was such a great miniseries on TNT. He played Conquering Bear. Okay. That was a great series. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, he did 27 episodes of the Red Green Show. I loved the Red Green Show. <laughs> so yes, I. it's hard not to. Okay, well, 
We'll we'll forgive him because the money must have been good. But he was in the Twilight Saga, New Moon. Well, you know, sometimes you, you gotta know, take a gig because you need the money. A paycheck is a paycheck. So. It is, yeah. Okay, he was also in Twilight Saga: Breaking Dawn Part Two. Paycheck's oh, a paycheck. Word. That's all I got to say. I mean, Geddy Lee showed up on Bob and Doug McKenzie's album. Oh, this was this was a series. I got I got to find the series Defiance. Defiance. Defiance it was on Sci Fi Channel. Yeah, yeah, that was uh, like a post-apocalyptic show, yeah. I think, right? Yeah, where they're in St. Louis. Yes. Yeah, and the radio station's up in the arch, <laughs> <laughs> and the arch is the antenna. <laughs> um, uh, Except when Thor borrows it to use it as a slingshot. There's that too. So, um, yeah, that's going to wrap it up for this week. I mean, we 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 did quite a bit. Yeah. We did, yes. Oh. Yeah. So, and and to those of you who have made it this far into the issue, thank you for hanging with us. Thank you for all your support during 2023, and we hope that we get to earn your support through 2024. Yep. So, any final thoughts, gentlemen? That was my final thought, sir. Right. Uh, uh, I, you know, um, well, you know, happy new year and, uh, here's to, uh, I'm not, I'm not going to say more of the same because, you know, uh, there was some craziness. So, uh, here's to bigger and better. I'll say that. And new craziness. Well, I'm I'm going to say we are now on the road to 450. Uh Uh-oh. Yep. We're on the road to 450. What, which episode is this? 439. 439. Oh, man. That's we'll be there by summer. <laughs> we'll be there by, by March. I'm yeah. trying to be conservative here. I'm trying to give us just a little bit of cushion. Yeah, even, even, with, even with the cushion, I think we'll still be there by March, by the end of March. Okay. okay. So, <laughs> um, until next time. All wrapped up here, sir. Will there be anything else? Uh, I think it's just time to go dark.